Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I'm your, your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that confused Tide Pods with Flight Pods. <laughs> codename Legion Cub. Did you swallow your trouble bubble? part of it oh my gosh (laughs) talk about trauma uh and speaking of trauma these two guys like to put me through it when they sign on five minutes before showtime every monday (laughs) i'm like are we doing a show tonight i don't know i am uh all right we got uh we've got a little tiny tiny bit of news but we've got a ton of great sound offs i was just telling the guys how uh i was able to get a bunch of great stuff together and for some reason my document didn't save but that's fine it's all up here i don't know if i'll remember it all but it's all up here uh okay let's see here follow us on instagram at audible interlude podcast that is where you can interact with the show uh to the greatest extent including our sound off post that we put up every monday that we're doing a live stream where you get to give us input about what you want to hear about on the show. Uh, and also you can check out shop slickalicious while you're on Instagram and pick up a, uh, well, this wasn't by shop slickalicious, but it's an awesome shirt anyway. But the trailer you saw before we started, uh, airing welcome to beautiful Braca beach or visit beautiful Braca beach. Sorry. It's, it's been a long week. We're still recovering from dragon con everybody. Uh, which I hope everyone listened to that episode. Noel and Christian, did you guys listen to that episode? Uh, I was I was there, man. No, because I we lived had, it, I man. Lived it. We haven't had time to. Uh, although we did learn a great deal about our good friend JJ Chowderbelt. <laughs> Chowder. That Chowderbelt. Uh, that's that's going to be the key to our retirement, fellas. Uh, <laughs> So Audible Interlude Podcast on Twitter and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. You are on the Needless Things YouTube channel with lots of great toy reviews every single week. Tomorrow, the review of the new Masters of the Universe Origin Snake Mountain, which has been discussed on the show more than it should have been because there's been very little G.I. Joe news. Uh, my review of that item goes up. And then the Trouble Bubble will also be reviewed. Although, you know what, guys? What do, you, what do you say we talk about the trouble bubble just a little bit here on the show? Sounds good. Yeah. I've got my trouble bubble handy. Uh, Televiper's not in it. And there. So in my review, which is already done, it's loaded. I'm not adding anything or redoing anything, but I was on his tank today. And uh, a one of the more helpful, insightful his tankers, uh, where man, I've never said that out loud. It sounds like he's, he's not a werewolf. He's a where man, uh, said that the dog bones, even though they fit in either side, they are actually intended to go on specific sides and that they stay locked in. If you put them in the correct side. So I'm going to swap these dog bones right now. Cause that's one of my complaints, uh, about the trouble bubble is that these things do not stay plugged in. You have to basically uh, re- remove them entirely. I mean, I noticed that the dog bones have their, they're not, uh, not the same sizes on either end. So I lined them up that way. That's how I knew which direction to put the, the missile ports on it. 
also the missile the, the little missile stand thing um it's also yeah. it's 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 hard to okay. tell but it's got a little divot at the bottom that is different than the one on the top so yeah i had them incorrectly they just don't stay in very well even yeah. if you have even if they're incorrectly uh you you can't just pull the missiles off like the whole dog bone comes out every time you try to do it uh, at least that's what i'm experiencing no, how are you guys? mine is the same way yeah I haven't had uh, a problem with mine. They stayed on, but also, you know, well, no, they given stay it a while. on. But if you want to take the missile off, mm-hmm. the dog bone comes out with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. It, it like you can't just take the missile off unless you do a really uh, digitally acrobatic thing with your fingers, which seems stupid. Uh, so I, I'm not a big fan of that part of the design. But otherwise, what do you guys think of this? Love it. It's it's perfection. Yeah. And as as I posted in our uh, in our chat, I, I, the trouble or the uh, the techno the televipers technovipers televipers are the the gear is too cool to put them in this vehicle because then you can't have their backpack and their little microwave gun like you know which are very reminiscent of the original figure. So uh, instead of the televiper, I got two of them, and they are being piloted by my Pioli brothers Tomax and Zamot, which. I mean, that's what I was always planning to do anyway, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't have a backpack, so they can fit right on in there, and they can still hold their guns, and they're good. Yeah, I need a three-pack of the Televipers now. One for each head? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and- yeah. that's... Well, I ordered two of these, and I will get another... Because the, the second one I'm kind of hanging on to for my son, but I'll, I'll get myself a second one at some point. But I do still hope we get maybe a retro Televiper uh, that's just like sleeveless and has an exposed neck, a little more traditional. All right, we got to check in with the chat. The chat is here. Mandalorian Jedi, first in line, Daniel Rodriguez. Uh, we got a couple of good sound offs from you guys. Boylan Pop, what's up, Boylan Pop? Uh, let's see. Agent Chuckles, Kevin Riddle, Yorktown Joe, Toy Reclaimer. All right. We got a good crew in here tonight, uh, which is good because we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Uh, so the trouble Chuckles bubble already giving himself away. <laughs> trouble bubble. Uh, definitely a thumbs up all around, but full review goes up on, uh, I believe it's Wednesday here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. We also got our valkyries did you guys mm-hmm. uh, get the valkyries as well yep, yep. <clears throat> yeah i actually i got uh two two packs and i went ahead and posed all four of them so the tan weapons are just in a tote i'm not going to use those at all i don't like them uh but i don't yeah i i was actually i really wish there were more of the black weapons because there's not enough to go around for all for both figures uh, i mean i i felt like there because she's uh she's got a pistol and this sort of almost sunbow looking submachine gun yeah i i I almost put the um the tan weapons away but i just felt like she didn't have it neither one of them had enough loadout with them because and there's now you got empty holsters no i've got because i've got that pistol over there and and her uh machine assault rifle like it's it's not a huge loadout but it's enough for both of them work for me i do wish that they had something 
for because I have one of them posed with the officer crest. Oh helmet. wait, I, I wish you're talking was, about the hip holster. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second holster. Right, right. Um, I wish there was something that you could just clamp onto the chest of one of them to change the sigil to a to a silver. Silver, yeah, yeah. Because you've got the officer crest on one of the helmets. So does the officer helmet on yours? Is it loose fitting? Yeah, it's a lot bigger. It's yeah. looser. But I didn't find it to be a problem. Mine, well, mine, mine was will fall off. It's, oh, it's really? Fine, yeah. On the shelf, but when I was handling it, it popped off a couple times. If I if I got my finger like within, you know, it, it was like, like yeah, the force yeah, yeah. just pushed it right off. If if you if you nudge it, it will come off. But it doesn't. Like I held it upside down and did that number, and and it yeah. stays on. Mm. But yeah, if you give it the like just friction, but like if you do give it a little nudge, it'll come off. Whereas the other ones, the other ones are, are like really tight. snug. And I, I actually, uh, the tan web gear one with the gas mask looks like one of the 25th anniversary. There was a like Cobra the air Viper yeah, flight, something oh, yeah, yeah, or other yeah. that came with a jet pack that pretty much yep. just looks like this. Yep. Yeah. So, I think it was the air Viper. So I dig that look. Um, so yeah, great two set, uh, great two pack. I, well, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute after i'm done making buzzer noises for some reason uh dusty zarena and the crimson guards showing up at ollie's for 4.99 yeah and i haven't pursued this um well after dragon con i got to go to my first ollie's hmm. okay and they i did not see your message obviously until after I was back in Orlando, um, they did not have any of them. They did have like half a shelf worth of poor lady J. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. J and uh, the snake eyes movie figures are apparently in, uh, in bulk in Ollie's stores now yeah. too, for the same if price. You, if you don't find the crimson guard wave, you will certainly find those. Yeah. But... I have not been to an Ollie's, but uh, Hey, if I find some CGs for five bucks, I will buy all of them. I I did find those Fortnite arcade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the weapons in them, a dollar ninety nine, and the single pack of the gliders. They had the all black one. So I've got that. Uh, so now all I got to do is order some Cobra stickers from Toy Hacks, and yeah. Yeah, because those, I believe somebody had said that the stand for the glider potentially could work. Because doesn't it, that come with a clear stand? Mm-hmm. Somebody had said that might work with the trouble bubble. Mm. I don't know. I don't I think so seen because it it's got a ball. Oh, does it? Okay. Or the I thought it had some kind of like, like, situated on a claw type mm-hmm. of thing. Okay. I uh, wish. That would be I, I gotta say, even if I went into Ollie's and they had a ton of five dollar Crimson Guards, I don't know that I'd buy any. Really? I just don't like space wise. I don't need more Crimson Guards. I'm like, what sucker. am I gonna do? Fill a shelf with them? Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, you don't have to, but let, but but buy them, and I will take them off your hands at that price. Well, I yeah, mean, if I find any, I'll get them because I know somebody will want them. But uh, I am a sucker for troop building 
certain well, if figures it was, and that's if it one was, that's the one i wouldn't like bats yes cobra mm-hmm. infantry yes um probably not alley vipers uh, uh yeah what well, okay let's let's do this what would you troop build no we know you do cgs i would for sure buy more bats if i could christian and it doesn't have to be something that's out yet like if it was just when classified comes out if you found them at ollie's for five bucks what would you just buy all of snow vipers and now wait snow vipers oh, or sorry, snow sorry, sorry. oh my gosh you snow you serpents. love those baggy pants on this i do on this, no wait that's ice <laughs> viper though isn't it um the snow serpents i would i would buy because i'm capping everything at three at the most i would buy one more crimson guard because i do absolutely love that figure um i like i like fours i like you know i I try to get four of everything if i can yeah i like i like to have if i am troop building i do like to have a minimum of four oh man we got a we got a whole bunch of now speaking of snow okay my notification okay uh, dr rosso no job (laughs) Yes. Uh, yeah. Charge. So that should Today. be on the way soon. So no job mm-hmm. charge should be here probably by the weekend if, if it goes the same way as everything else. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez, will there be a test on that episode? <laughs> yes. We're working up a quiz right now as we speak. Uh, Toy what Reclaimer. Is the greatest G- uh, Cobra vehicle of all time. <laughs> the plastic seems weak a bit. Putting them on the peg stresses the plastic around the trigger guard and even the gun on the ball for the trouble bubble oh, oh i okay. have seen a lot of people posting that oh, really? i did not have that problem yet but yeah. i'm not i'm not discrediting anyone that has huh. because i was nervous putting that the cannon on uh let's see here daniel rodriguez how about that great ab articulation on those valkyries oh yeah that doesn't really move i'm Okay, so I, I'm probably in the minority here. I would not have a problem with ab articulation just going away. Yeah, if, I don't do anything with it. Yeah, I I don't. I, now, if it's like this, and I'll tell you this, though, if you heat this up, you can probably get more out of it. I haven't tried it because I just don't care that much. But NECA, a lot of time, NECA has a similar joint, and a lot of times you have to heat it to get a full range of motion out of it. So if this seems like it's not doing much, try heating it up and see if it moves a little bit more. Um, I don't mind this kind of ab joint, but the uh, the actual hinge or ab crunch, I think is so unsightly. I'd rather, rather not have it at all, especially when you've I mean, got a ball jointed waist. Right. And it's, it's, it's fine if you've got like a scrap iron or another figure that's got like a vest on that covers it. Well, yeah. like the bazooka figure is awful because if you pose them at all, it distorts the design of the, the numbers. Yeah. 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 Well, and what's funny about that one is he has the not ball joint, but that style of ab crunch. But it mm-hmm. would have been better if he had the rocker one because then right. the hinge, the numbers could just crunch into that as opposed to not lining up when you swivel it. That was a wild decision. Uh all right. So we kind of talked about our troop builders a little bit. Uh, Ra- oh, speaking of troop builders, we placed our Range Viper and Big Ben pre-orders on March 16th. 
and they are due on October 1st. That is kind of the old pre-order days of taking a very long mm. time. Oh, wait, we got to check back in real quick. That's, no, that's the whole reason. A Walmart thing. Who the knows? whole reason I was looking at the chat here. Um, have y'all found a way to mount the trouble bubble? Uh, hey, what's up, Rachel? Uh, no, we. I, but I'm going to hang mine from the ceiling, so I'm not really looking into mounting it too much. Uh, Craig Dukas in the super chat. Ooh, super chat. Nine more. That puts us up to, let's see. And one thirty that puts us up to one thirty nine, one forty nine. So we're almost two hundred and fifty dollars. We need two hundred and forty for Streamyard. Uh, our goal is October the fourteenth on that. So everything that we get in the super chats goes to Streamyard uh, funding. Uh, so thank you, Craig Dukas. Everybody, check out Shop Slickalicious. Uh, scalp them for the Streamyard fund. No scalping here, fella. Uh, the llama glider is the one I painted and posted on Insta. Looks very clawish. Oh, interesting. Which one? Do you know which one you got, Christian? Uh, so I have the the one that came with Tiantina, the two pack, and yeah. then the one I got at Ollie's. It's just solid black. Okay. Yeah, everybody check out Toy Reclaimer on Instagram too. Well, everybody yeah. check out everybody on Instagram, <laughs> but everybody check out Toy Reclaimer. Uh, good stuff up there. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, good news, only 296.45 miles to the nearest Ollie's for me. Uh, Toy Reclaimer, Rachel, some regular stands with claws work fairly well. Uh, Rachel, I saw a reviewer who took the top spike of the mine and inserted it into the small port at the rear end of the cannon, and it will fit between the skids. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, well, then that's, I said during my review, I couldn't figure out where this thing was supposed to go. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? Nowhere. I just think it's hilarious that it's half the size of the mine from the original Trouble Bubble. So I, I don't know that I buy that that's an engineered <laughs> I mean, it does. It. I want it my mind to sit in in the in the passenger seat of my trouble bubble when it's not in use, like the other one did. Or you know, you can send it as a. So, did you notice there is a port in the bottom of the mine, and you can put mm -hmm. blast effects in there? I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm. Um, and then I saw something even more ludicrous than what we just demonstrated, and somebody online did that i saw that as well <laughs> uh i don't think we've found the right solution just yet on that one uh I don't okay know. i kind of dig that it, it's got that chuckles running with a, a missile kind of vibe <laughs> Um, yeah, Mindbender uh, notification came through as well. That's also about to ship, so we should have Mindbender next week, and we will finally know, are his arms still stained? <laughs> and I'm going to do a whole new review for this one. Uh, Craig Dukas, the question is, when the heck are we going to get standard Cobra Troopers again? Seems like a no-brainer to have out on RetroCard. Give us Red Mask as well, please. I will get to that. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, just got my Mindbender notification too uh kevin riddle no trouble bubble yet charged for snow job yeah toy reclaimer you're probably my guess is also that the staining is still there but let's hope not uh let's see 
Range Vipers say 927. Oh, nice. That's a few days earlier. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about jamming the spike into the wrong port. This is a family show, Mandalorian <laughs> Jedi. Uh, Rachel Salinas, Suicide Bomber, Cobra Trooper. Uh, so, okay. Uh, and that's my next one is Mindbender placed on two, uh, February 1st, due on September the 15th. Again, a kind of a seven-month wait there. Uh, I'm glad we've we've shrunken those times down a good bit. All right. Lots of new computering in my life, so give me a moment to get to my files here. I've only got one one picture to share. No, I've got two. Darn it. Why did I do this to myself? All right, so we've got a share here. Christian, you have enthusiastically been walking us through Monster Force as we go along. Do you want to tell us about Apophis Legion? Yeah. Isn't, so... isn't that an industrial band? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they play a Dragon Con? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> OMG. Uh, okay, so this is the first one just right off the top. Um, I'm not completely in love with the name. But I am in love with the design. So we have our zombie infantry trooper. However, to me, I mean, wait, let me back up before I jump ahead. Um, so you've got an alternate head. It, you know, the Monster Force figures are, are completely packed out, right? So you've got the alternate hands that are in the gloves. You have a couple of alternate ungloved zombie hands um but to me the the big selling point is they made an accessory pack for this set that comes with more weapons and yet another alternate head and i am i like the alternate head that's in the weapon pack a lot more I than agree. i <clears throat> i do the two zombie ones so brilliant on their part because I'm going to have to buy both. Um, but I also got the warm and fuzzies at the, at a company doing a weapons pack, just like, I mean, granted it's not, you know, repaints of, of old weapons, like it's all <laughs> geared specifically for him. But it does make me think like some of the other figures that they, you know, yes. that are in wave one, can they go back and revisit and do that? Wouldn't surprise I, me a bit because they, I mean, they're troop builders in wave one that they could do different portraits for, and it would yeah. make a lot of sense. And, and if you, so one of the zombie heads is what I would consider like your typical kind of zombie. The the one that's not uh, on the body, the one that's kind of off to the side there. Right. The camo painting, uh, you know, bloody, but he's got his jaw. The one that's on the body, the close-up pics that I've seen of it, you know, like all the skin is torn away. So it's like just what's left of the musculature and the teeth. I mean, I thought um, it was Duke. <laughs> looking at the hair no no i was like he's oh just, he's just in a coma <laughs> he's okay um, I, I just have to say this is officially three brands now that have done a better firefly 
than the original <laughs> Geo Firefly <laughs> in Classified. <laughs> but I, if you count G.I. Joe doing a second uh, Firefly. Yes. I, I like the muzzle piece that they made for the the well i'm a, i should assume it'll fit on all three heads but when i saw it i was specifically thinking of i'm missing the lower half right of my my face because that would be like already seeing him on the battlefield i would not be comfortable and then as soon as that comes off i know i'd be done for well, and I do like that it's designed as sort of a reveal, like because of the yeah. on the on the blonde head, most of the damage is going to be under that. So it's almost like a they they planned for a cinematic moment where that comes off and ah. yeah, because the the first photos I saw was that with the muzzle on it, and then the alternate head that comes with the pack. So I thought, oh, okay, so he's just a little damaged looking here, but then he dies and becomes the zombie. I had no idea until I saw the listing on Big Bad that the muscle piece comes off. And oh, yeah, nope, he's even worse off than the weapons pack head. So, yeah, this is, I mean, another great striking entry uh in the operation monster force line i'm I'm so excited to get this first set in hand mm-hmm. and check these things out so we've gotten our valkyries uh we've gotten a, a few recent releases that have strong suggestions of potential either mirror releases or repaints or whatever the case may be what made me think of this is we we got our Valkyries, and I'm wondering, well, do you think they'll do... Because we know we're getting the Steel Brigade 2-pack. Do we think they'll do... And somebody mentioned in the chat here, we need more Cobra Troopers. I think a 2-pack of Cobra Troopers to mirror the Valkyries would be a hit. I think the Red Mask is a great idea. Um, I think if we get a male cobra trooper with the tan web gear this one won't seem to stand out as much like the more you have of the thing the less odd it seems right because i'm I'm not against the tan web gear in and of itself it's just the weapons that really don't work at all for me uh but what are what are I some actually want them if they did a retro carded cobra trooper i kind of want one that does not have as much web gear i mean i know yes. it was sort of sculpted yeah, yeah. on but um <laughs> i have not done this but with the valkyrie that has the tan web gear that first day when i opened them i was actually really really close to either removing or just cutting off the pistol holder on her leg just to give it some variety oh it's i mean it slides right off i know yeah but in my fit of rage of like i just (laughs) i really don't like the tan against the blue yeah i see i like the way it looks but i'd like to have yeah a few others with it yeah if they could just round it out a little bit more um i so I want to say I think this is a sure thing. 
just because of the history of the line. But what do you think the chances are of Crimson Valkyries? Or Python Patrol Valkyries? I think, I think that's Python, probably more likely yeah. than... Yeah, you Crimson. think so? Yeah. Because, well, Crimson is such an easy repaint. It's literally just red. Python Patrol, they've actually got to do some more paint work on them. Yeah. Is? Uh... It, well, it depends on how they do it. Right. But, if but, you just if you just painted the Valkyries red and tried to sell that to me as Crimson Valkyries, uh, well, I'm gonna and, call BS. And they haven't. Now that I'm thinking about that, they haven't done just like a Crimson Cobra troop. It's all been specialty stuff, like the Bat, the Alley Viper. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has been a little more specialized. So, so, so having said that, now. Are we going to get a Crimson Televiper? <laughs> <laughs> but we better get we the Python need, right. Well, yeah. Python Televiper has got to be coming. And honestly, if they want to do a Python Trouble Bubble, we've talked about it before, but I'm down with that. Let's have it. Yeah. I'm good oh, with that. Uh, that was, there was one dealer at Dragon Con I found that had some Joe stuff, like loose end baggies. Um, and he had the Python Patrol snake armor, which was a Joe Con mm. exclusive. But he was also one of those dealers. And any dealers that are listening, don't do this. No prices. No prices. Yeah. Yeah. Had to bring it up to him. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm nope. not going to. I'm not going to play your little guessing game. Uh, We've Rachel... gotten all of the original molds from Python for Python Patrol now um, that we originally had. Really? Yeah. I haven't taken inventory of that. So, so at this point, there's no reason we shouldn't complete Python Patrol and Classified. We got you know Copperhead and uh, and Televiper. It's all we need really at this point. Oh wow. Okay. Well, the, yeah. Then they kind of have to if that's all that's left. Let's let's. Well, they do done it. the Python. Did they do the Python Viper yet? They did, right? I'm not yeah, collecting yeah. the Python stuff. So yeah, I'm yeah. Just like yeah, yeah. They the, did the Viper. Yeah, that was one the, of the first ones. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't like the. Well, I didn't get the original Viper because I came into the line so late, and then when I saw the three pack, I was kind of eh. But when I saw the Python Patrol Viper. I don't know why, but I, to me, that deco works so well. On yeah, that I like that one. It's funny. I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I've, I've still got my awful selfie series kit bash <laughs> that I did wearing that Viper vest. Uh, Rachel Salinas, I'm looking forward to Hasbro using the Valkyries to make Cobra Night Stalkers. Basically, Valkyries in black. Yes, that would be very cool. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, Crimson Mindbender with new Crimson Stains. wow inside jokes play really well so here's something interesting this is not even gi oh wait this is gi joe adjacent i get to drive it uh if you backed the robo skull mark ii and opted in for this incredible seven inch this is a unique piece of collector history uh we know we're all big word burglar fans uh, here on the show friend of the show word burglar uh we'll be back on sooner than later so it's a split seven inch with his i get to drive it and uh wolf like me by 
Cosmic Orphan is the other side of that. Just a really cool collectible. I mean, I'm, I'm a big vinyl collector anyway. Well, I'm not big. I'm a vinyl collector. So just to have something like this in conjunction with a toy is pretty awesome. And I think you can that, just go buy this by, from the backer kit right now. That artwork is awesome. Uh, it's killer. It's killer. Uh, okay, so this is not even G.I. Joe adjacent. However, it pertains to crowdfunding and the way that companies go about doing things. We have often compared Hasbro uh, and their handling of G.I. Joe to Mattel and their handling of Masters of the Universe. It's a fair comparison, I think. Uh, I imagine everybody in the chat would agree. I think you guys, being children of the 80s like myself, see where it's fair to look at those two toy lines as far as how they're being marketed and sold. Uh, and Mattel, who are, by the way, releasing the $600 Eternia playset via crowdfunding, uh, that, that people said would never fund, that people said not enough people had interest in, and yet it's on the way. So they put up a poll to determine the next large-scale Masters of the Universe Origins item that would be offered through Mattel Creations. Now, we're not going to run down everything. Uh, you can go to Toy Arc and check it out if you really want to. Uh, and I recommend you do because it's very interesting to see this process. There were five different options offered up. Uh, a Hordak tank, the attack track, the fright zone, uh, the doom tower, which is pretty much the cartoon version of the fright zone. But then this is the one that caught my eye. If I can get the screen to share again. Because as soon as I saw this, I thought, huh, I know a certain snake-themed terrorist group that maybe wouldn't mind having a snake fortress. <laughs> and before I say anything about it, aesthetically, looking at this, what what is you guys' reaction to this snake fortress? As far as its potential compatibility with gi joe i absolutely adore this this to me is a temple in the middle of the jungle absolutely ready for joe and cobras yeah i can i can definitely see this being utilized like this this just pops right out of a sunbow episode where they're down in South America somewhere. And... and and it's even kind of serpentory colors. Mm -hmm. um, the only things that give me pause are the fact that it's got Snake Face and uh, I can't think of her name, the Medusa. new figure. Well, oh, Lady Slither. Yes. But whatever, they're snake gods or yeah. whatever the case <laughs> may be. So... Even though I'm a firm believer that Origins needs to get through the original toy line before they do anything new, I voted for this in the attack track. Because if there's any chance that they might make this toy masterpiece, I'm in. I think this thing is just awesome. Uh, I and I think I'm like the only person online that just does not like the filmation attack track i didn't like it as a kid 
I, I just don't like the design now. But did you notice? Uh, did you notice the toy version of the attack track is in it? For the it, one to vote on? It, oh, yes. I did not because it, I was like, oh. It's a nope. large, it's a large scale filmation style attack okay. track. But the toy version deploys from the back. Because they did do that, I think, in at least one, maybe two episodes of filmation. Uh, and that drove me crazy as a kid even more. So, yeah, the, those were my two votes. I don't really care anything about the Hordak tank. It, it's fine, but I, I don't care. Uh, the Fright Zone is still basically just a diorama. And uh, as much as I said, we're not going to run these down. The Doom Tower is killer. I'd love to have it, but it's just not in my top two because you got two votes for these. But I, the point I wanted to make is how incredible is it that Mattel is letting fans determine what they're making next? What better way to guarantee it's going to get funded? And, well, and I don't even just, know that these I don't even know that these are crowd funds. It just said the next. Um. Oh, wait, yeah, no, you're right. It says Masters Universe uh, Collectors crowdfunding campaign. Okay. And the the to, first thing I saw just said the next large scale item. Oh. But yes, it throw is. Some more shade Hasbro's way. Mattel did split pay. Oh, really? Eternia. Yeah, it, it. They didn't initially announce it. Oh, that's but they right. They figured out how to do it. And yeah. then this sales jumped so think of how many more hiss tanks or right. dragonflies that would have sold if, if you could do a payment if plan. you could do a payment plan yeah yeah absolutely uh okay well that has carried us through the first half of the show and it is time now for one of our favorite segments, something we love to do every time we do these live streams. If you're following Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, you can have the opportunity to sound off and tell us what to talk about on our live stream. Uh, and it is time now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everybody a heads up. So I, I did some of my sound offs uh, right before I left work today. And I have a new I have a new job, which I can't remember if I mentioned on the show or not. I've been there for a few weeks and I've got different for whatever reason it didn't save all of the stuff i typed in for sound off uh but like i said it's all up here i don't know if i'll remember it all but it's all up here okay uh let's see i'm gonna try and start with the first one to jump in here this morning and that would be daniel rod 35 hey guys has anyone ever thought about what joes could replace the space marines in aliens so, Christian, I think you maybe had a little bit more opportunity uh, to look at this than Noel did. Yeah, and, I'm trying to pull up because yeah. I I am incredibly basic on this one. I, I, I am as well. I have a feeling some of our picks are going to be probably pretty much the same. Um. <clears throat> Also, because I want some Play-Doh 
in the line. Oh boy, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> I was crazy to think that I would have any picks that were the same as Christians. Oh no, no, no. I'm pretty sure we still do, but I I need the Mega Marine Gung Ho <laughs> yes. and Mega Marine Clutch because you need a vehicle driver. Okay. And then the rest were the um the star brigade but i'm trying to find because i absolutely stock the um the giant white robot armor figure that was with star brigade oh Uh, uh, the one that i uh, yeah, mentioned yeah when we were doing our crossovers. Oh, that's a good yeah. one instead of the power loader. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. that's good. That's good. But yeah, the rest is just the Star Brigade because they've already got the armor. They've got the right, cannons right. built in. Um, yeah, so it's them and the Mega Marines for me. Okay, so I'm uh, I, I think I'm I'm even more basic than that. Uh, I didn't cast Ripley because she is not a colonial Marine, uh, but Hicks would be Flint. Apologize for how dull this is. I'm, I'm literally going down. Okay, Hudson. You actually attached them to characters. Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I didn't even do that. Yeah, I wanted analogs for the actual characters mm. in the movie. Um, Hudson was going to be Steeler. Okay. Strictly because Steeler has a game over man <laughs> moment in an episode we've talked about many times on the show. Yeah. Uh Gorman would be Falcon. Uh if you don't know Gorman is the somewhat incompetent commanding officer of the mission. I thought that lined up pretty well who later redeems himself. Uh Grunt was going to be Frost who's who's a private and that's basically his defining characteristic. Uh, Apone would be Stalker. Vasquez, this one was tough for me because obviously she's very strong female character. The main, aside from Ripley, like kind of the main female of the movie. And, and you instinctively want to go Scarlet or Lady J. But to me, she's Jinx. To the point where Jeanette, Jeanette Goldstein could have played Jinx in a live action Joe movie. Um, that jinx, the way that she's portrayed in the 1987 movie just was Vasquez to me, uh, Drake. Oh gosh. I don't remember who I had is Drake. Oh, Drake Spunkmeyer and crow were literally like anybody because they don't No, I take that back. Drake was clutch, uh, because he's kind of a cool snarky kind of guy. Uh, Spunkmeyer, Crow, and Wurzbowski were all like, whoever, it doesn't matter. Like, they're mentioned by name. You can't, pi- if you tell me you can picture their faces right now, I don't believe you. Uh, Corporal Dietrich. I get these two mixed up. Okay, Corporal Dietrich was going to be Lady J, and Corporal Pharaoh was going to be Scarlet. I believe Pharaoh is the pilot, uh, and Dietrich is the ground uh ground marine and that's that's as far as i got with it but yeah i i wanted to take the actual characters and try and find 
a Joe analog. Okay. Wow. I I gotta I gotta say like I'm I'm not as familiar with aliens lore. I've I haven't seen aliens in thirty years. Um, but what? No, it's it's wow. I, I I'm not a not a huge fan of the series. Oh That's, my goodness! It's, it's really. It's G.I. Joe in space. I know. I know. I mean, Aliens is. The rest of it, not so much. It's the one movie in the series I can actually say I like. I know. I know. I'm I'm a weirdo. No, no, that's fine. Because I I, I think Ridley Scott is one of the worst filmmakers to ever, like, be considered to be a great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't don't particularly (laughs) like the first one. Wow. I don't particularly like the first movie. The second one. It's James Cameron, so it's it's better. Noel's my, spitting fire tonight. Right. My only thought is, it's really sad that Bill Paxton is dead because man, I want Bill Paxton to be in a GI Joe movie. That's that's my biggest thought coming out of this question. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that 100. percent I, I want him to be in anything. Although at least we did get, and I know not everybody loved Agents of Shield. Uh, I loved it more than I didn't. But at least we did get his great character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, which is pretty close to what he might do if he were in a G.I. Joe movie. Mm. Okay, Mandalorian Jedi, surprising no one, has already written an essay in the comments about his <laughs> casting for this. So we got we got to share this. Uh, real quick, Rachel Salinas said, I could see Super 7 doing a silent castle. That would be awesome, especially since I just read the comic where they return to the silent castle, which is great after a couple of stinker issues. That one's really cool. Uh, okay. Mandalorian Jedi, uh, Gorman, uh, courage, but no experience would be Falcon. Yep. Apone stalker. Hey, we're on the same page. Uh, Hicks. He's got Hicks beachhead. I like that. Um, Dietrich would be lifeline. Okay. Uh, Hudson would be shipwreck. No. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. I can't go with that one. I can't go with that one. I I don't hate it, but I can't yeah. agree with it. Uh, crow leatherneck. Uh, frost blowtorch. Uh, Wazbowski, bazooka, and Vasquez repeater. Sure. So we're basing a lot on weaponry and specialty here. Uh, which is fine. Uh, Drake, Rock and Roll, Wild Bill, Spunk My- or I'm sorry, Pharaoh, Wild Bill, Spunk Meyer, Lift Ticket, uh, Ripley, Lady J, Carter Burke, Zartan. <laughs> okay. Uh, repeater for Drake, they have an extremely similar weapon. Oh, yeah. I think his team would actually stand a fighting chance. Yeah, your team would do better than my team. That's a fact. But the point is for the team to not do well. <laughs> These you got to remember, they're all going to get murdered. No, they're not. That that the spoilers. The eight no, the alien is going to come up. That's the power of Plato armor. It's going to gummy <laughs> up the inside mouth. So okay, 
uh mandalorian jedi we're gonna con- continue M- mandalorian jedi you're still in control of the board uh <laughs> since we all know that gi joe is the world's most elite fighting force and is always ready to respond to any situation no matter how preposterous the claim working one of my favorite words in there i see what you're doing uh what six-man team would you dispatch to investigate the claim that cobra is working in concert with a race of giant transforming alien robots and ultimately eliminate the threat should chuckles intel be verified uh well we almost don't even need to answer this because the incredible michael bay universe already answered it for us gi <laughs> joe would just let some random kid handle the whole situation that's right <laughs> uh but seriously okay let me see if i can remember who i came up with um i want mainframe because it's it's robots it's computering there's maybe some hacking into robot alien intelligence involved there's sci-fi because obviously uh fast draw because you want some heavy artillery to deal with those big robots low light and sneak peek because you want reconnaissance uh and then stalker leading the team because i'm gonna have stalker lead almost any team i put together unless and he's gonna be driving this yes he's gonna be driving that's right that's right you know you gotta have them that's right uh christian did you come up with a i almost character for character exactly what you picked really yes i am so freaking giddy right now that you threw in sneak peek um (laughs) i did not have him and i did not have stalker on my team well the leader i think in it every time we do one of these exercises whoever's leading the team is probably just going to be your own personal favorite like leader it because it doesn't that role almost doesn't matter you just have to have somebody that's in charge their specialties are whatever so i had mainframe as my leader mainly because of yeah computers robots he's going to be able to well he's thinking that he can hack into whatever these alien robots are um but just based on aesthetics to go with the transformers i threw in payload okay and then i threw in breaker because I figure he's another communication computer smart guy. You know what? Okay, you're talking about mainframe hacking into to aliens to defeat them. Does that mean in this movie, mainframe is played by Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. What? What do you mean? No. <laughs> Wait. Well. Okay. Jeff Goldblum, like from the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties yeah, Jeff yeah, Goldblum. Eighties yeah. Jeff Goldblum A- for sure. Age appropriate Jeff yes, Goldblum. Yes. yes. Because, as as, of course, as much as I love current Jeff Goldblum, um, Grandpa Mainframe, I wouldn't buy it. No, because he, he's going to have to have his romantic scene with Zorana, who's being played by, uh, oh, shoot, what's her name? Uh, Tina uh, Davis, because no, if no, we're no, going no. 80s, no, no, no. that's who da, I da, da, da. The pop singer, um, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> What? He's Australian. Kylie yes. Minogue is Zorana. I. You, 
the the casting I did not know I needed, and now my heart's going dumb, dumb. So we get Jeff Goldblum and Kylie Minogue. This is probably about 1988 steamy love scene between Mainframe and Zorana, with yeah. giant robots fighting in the background. And we the know world. that that thunder machine transforms into sound wave. Yeah. Yep. Let's get this done. <laughs> not Jeff Goldblum from ID4. Look. That's not wrong, but we want we we need really young, sexy, like pre deep cover Jeff Goldblum. We just need to forget whatever that was that you mentioned because it doesn't exist. Earth girls are easy. <laughs> Earth girls are easy era Jeff Goldblum. Yes, 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 yeah. yes absolutely. I took uh, a different okay. approach with this one because I was thinking if they're going to be fighting these giant race of transforming alien robots. They're probably going to side with another group of transforming alien robots. And I was like, okay, I got to have my team ups. So Stalker, of course, we've already established now that he and Bumblebee are linked. Thanks to the, uh, the Transformers crossover line. Um, Rock and roll is jumping in and he's partnered with Blaster. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Gung Ho is hanging out with Ironhide because they're the two toughest guys. That makes sense. Uh, mainframe is there as well and he's hanging out with wheeljack because they're in there doing their uh you know their computer stuff uh lifeline is in there because you got to have a medic and he's of course paired up with ratchet and then finally rounding out the group is lieutenant falcon and he's hanging out with tracks just looking cool <laughs> in a corvette but, but you you missed one. Oh yeah so we need to have cover girl teamed up with skids because Skids does love the human ladies. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so does Power Glide, for that matter. Now, are these Joes going to eventually be headmasters? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> wrap, wrap it up. That is the final word from Noel. Uh, no I headmasters. love Angry Noel. <laughs> Angry Noel's fun tonight. Okay, uh, podcast from the pit, no question this week. Just have another great show, and I'll catch the reply tomorrow. Everybody check out our pals' podcast from the pit. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their show. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, this was a tough one. I don't have a great answer for this. Uh, Pavel Foot, uh, what <laughs> authors would you want to write novels about the G.I. Joe team and what tone would you want the stories to take? Uh, really, all I can say about this is I, I would just want fun action adventure stuff. But I do think there's opportunity to do different things. Like, look, I, we're never going to get like an expansive line of G.I. Joe novels, but you could do kind of like Star Wars did with Red Harvest. You could have sort of horror oriented stuff like they're doing with classified right now you could have tom clancy thriller type stuff you could have james bond indiana jones action adventure type stuff like i would read all of that i'd love to see all of it author wise i don't read nearly as much as i used to i don't know who's writing what anymore um but my some of my favorite star wars books were by an author named aaron alston who i don't think is with us anymore uh, but I think he could have written a great G.I. Joe novel. So recently, uh, on one of my trips to Target, 
there was in the clearance section they had a little golden book of dungeons and dragons it it, it was on clearance for like 75 cents right so i bought it the artwork inside i absolutely fell in love with and i was like gosh if i was a little kid this would absolutely be my gateway into the realm of dungeons and dragons yeah. that's where my mind went for this if we were to do <laughs> a gi joe series how do we make it so that it's bringing in new fans or introducing kids to the world of gi joe so i actually picked jacqueline renock who uh is better known as the author of the sweet pickles books because smart moms know how kids minds grow yo joe and we could have a joke for each letter of the alphabet and it would be like an easy introduction to gi joe for the kitties wow (laughs) done in that cartoony style I got nothing. <laughs> Nobody could have seen this coming. <laughs> no. Uh, I yeah. I don't uh, follow that. I, yeah, I pro- I can't. Um, you know, I I could probably tell you some maybe some comic uh, ideas I have, but I would say more for novels. I I, I don't really read. Sorry, I'm not much of a reader lately. Um, especially not uh, fiction. Uh, based on popular IPs, so I I don't really have any names that I could come up with top, off top of my head. Yeah, I'm, uh, th- this one kind of had me at a, a little bit of a loss as well, uh, which is fine because we got to keep moving. Uh, scale model Joes. Since you've had so much success advising Hasbro in these sound offs, now an independent toy maker startup is approaching you to ask what IP free, uh, not to be confused with IP freely. Uh, toy lineup would you like to see what theme what construction and scale i think you've um, already uh established this right <laughs> uh, operation some monster of, force well mm-hmm. has, has some people uh, uh won these uh prizes at uh dragon con oh well yeah right yeah <laughs> if anybody wants to contact me about force brigade let's do it <laughs> Let's get now. Look, we've already got a Force Brigade action figure line, but I'm open to somebody else's interpretation uh, of Force Brigade. Let's let's get uh, let's get these figures made for real. <laughs> I I can't think of anybody who wouldn't want a uh, Sigmund Royd figure in their collection, whether it be one eighteenth scale, one one twelfth scale, whatever. Maybe we'll we'll talk to Hot Toys about some Force Brigade figures. <laughs> Let's get it done. Uh, okay. Bassist Carlos, we know the classified vamp will get multiple versions. What would be your next vehicle of choice to get multiple versions? Okay. So this is very interesting because originally, like, you know how, like, you skim over a question and you're like, I know where this is going. So I thought he was asking about which vamp we want next. He's not. Which vehicle that can be repainted or retooled do we want next? uh noel did you did anything jump out at you for this one i think realistically it's one that we might get uh but i think the ferret is a good choice for that because we know we can get your tiger paw you can get your 
uh, your regular ferret, but you could also do like a Python patrol ferret, or you could do like a, a you know, a night force version for GI Joe, or, you know, you could, you could put that in all sorts of different color schemes and, and, yeah. and, and I'm probably going to buy it. That's exactly where my mind went when I read the question, because it's affordable. It's a right. small enough vehicle that you could have multiple of them on your shelf. And yeah. And you could probably do it maybe at the same it might be a little bit more than the than the price point for the uh trouble bubble if you included a figure. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But but yeah, the ferret is a fantastic choice. So this one is bigger, but I'm still hung up on it because once we started kind of breaking it down and talking about the possibilities, I really, really got excited. Uh, the Snowcat is mm-hmm. my pick because the the Tiger Cat, the Havoc, mm-hmm. because they repainted it or, yeah, repainted it as a Havoc at one point. And again, Night Force, the Sky Patrol, whatever. You could do a lot of cool repaints. You know, obviously, those who those of us who grew up with it, it's an Arctic vehicle. But if you look at it, it's not necessarily. It's a right. it's a half it's a half track. Yeah. So I I would love to see and and yeah I don't want to spend, you know, two hundred bucks every time I buy a new snowcat. But man, I'd like to see a classified snowcat. I'd like to see it in like a desert paint scheme. Yes. I mean yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah, that, I mean, you could. There are so many different paint schemes you could throw on that thing and have it look really, really cool. Um, so yeah, that's that one's my pick. All right, let's see here. I think we're getting close to the end. Oh, we've got a couple more. Okay, uh, Yorktown Joe. Since trouble bubbles are landing everywhere, what will be the next deco release? Python Patrol. Cobra blue, hiss black and red, or some other color scheme. So this brings up a very interesting point that I had not even thought about. Uh, is it would be very oh the oh Rachel always Rachel coming in with the information that I totally forgot about. Even though I've got this on my Mercury watch list right now. So first of all, uh, Rachel points out, Awe Striker, Echo Striker, Foe Striker, but the Snowcat was also the Cobra Basilisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, it was the 50th anniversary, was, I think, which also looks very cool. Really I'd good love to, blue color. Yes, great blue. I'd love yeah. to see that as well. Okay, so Trouble Bubbles, releasing those in black and red to complement your Hiss tank would be kind of awesome. Yeah. I don't know yeah. that it's something Hasbro has thought of, but I love the idea. I think just based on rumors and innuendo, so to speak, I think the Python Patrol is probably the most likely that we'll see next. What do you guys think? Yeah. That's where and my that, mind went. And that's a vehicle that is so distinctly Cobra, I can't see them doing a Joe vehicle based no. on it. No, I don't think so. Although I would buy a Tiger Force Trouble Bubble. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You guys know how I am. Uh, and then finally... Oh, no, wait, we've, okay, no, we wait, got, wait, wait, I think two, two more, two more, yeah. Sneezy the Squid, our pal Gary, who runs the Dragon Con American Sci-Fi Classics track, who allow us to perform live every year. If you want to see Audible Interlude live, that is one of the places to do it. Uh, but if you tell your local convention that you want to see Audible Interlude, 
then uh, let them know, let us know, and we'll try to work it out. Sneezy the Squid, so what was your favorite Joe-related moment at Dragon Con? Mine was the Dreadnought invasion of the battle of the fictional bands to demand Cold Slither win. Man, that I wish I'd been there happened. for that. That would have been cool. wonder who the cool people that thought of that were. <laughs> what? I feel like, <laughs> is Angry Noel back? <laughs> Did we are, are we missing some information here, Noel? No, it's just that's pretty cool that that happened. I can't like I I got to give praise to whoever came up with the idea of going into the sci-fi classics track room during that panel, dressed as dreadnoks and demanding cold slither. I well, mean, I, I, whoever I that was was a good. They 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 knew what they were doing. I certainly don't know who it was because my presence was not requested. So <laughs> I have no idea who came up with that idea despite having a dreadnought costume available we've lost christian this is no good uh -oh. where are where are our uh, deep cuts gonna come from now <laughs> well so to be fair uh christian and i were already dressed as dread dreadnoughts at a gi joe uh photo shoot when this event was happening oh, and was i was like a last be... minute thing yeah it was supposed to, i was supposed to be on that panel and um i was like well i got a photo shoot at the time so i was like i'm gonna have to bow out on it and you so and your like, photo hmm, shoots. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I it's, it's one GI Joe photo shoot I do every year. So I grabbed Christian and I was like, "We should run by the room real quick." And, oh, that's uh, great! I did. I didn't yeah. know it was you guys that did that. Yeah, yeah. So we we burst in, dressed as Buzzer and Torch, and and harangued them for not voting Cold Slither as the best band of all time. We were. We then found out that they had already uh, been eliminated and were not part of the sixteen unfair uh, and bracket unfair and unreasonable um <laughs> oh christian says the storm just knocked out power so we may or may not get christian back in the next little bit here uh hey look jj Chowderbelt is in the chat snowcat all day long thank you jj uh okay hang on let me get out of my facebook here and get to our last question uh that uh, i think well christian should be able to sign in on his phone if he wants to, but we're almost done. So maybe not, uh, since every kid raised it, this is from silent interlude. Since every kid raised in the eighties knows Ricky Tiki Tavi, the famed Cobra killing mongoose and every AI pod fan knows that Papa West's code name was mongoose one. How did we never get a Joe named after an animal that is famous for killing snakes? It's funny. You bring that up because when my dad said his code name was mongoose, I was like, well, we can't use that. There must be a mongoose. And then I was like, wait, there's a muskrat. There's not even, there's no vehicle. There's no Joe. There's nothing. There was in my universe. I came up, <laughs> I came up with a mongoose and all my, my imaginary GI Joe characters that I created, which I have shared before with, uh, with you guys, but not to the general public. Sure. Sure. Um, but uh, yes, one of my vehicles was the mongoose because I was like, mongooses fight cobras. Right. That was what I understood them about. So that made sense. So yeah, it never it, I never understood why there was not an official mongoose. It seems crazy. Uh, yeah. And then number two, will you give us a file card bio for the character of mongoose to join the Joe team? Feel free to make it uh, as accurate or embellished as you wish. And uh, I'm going to talk to my dad about that. I'm, I'm going to. We're, we're going to work on that. I want to make that happen. I think that would be really cool. So that's, that's great suggestion. Uh, great question. And that wraps up 
our sound off for this week. Noel, do you have a Joe and tell? I do have a Joe and tell. All right. Uh, this segment is called Joe and tell. So named it is sponsored by shop slickalicious on Instagram. So go check that account out and go to slickalicious and buy some awesome t-shirts and stuff. Uh, Noel, what is your Joe and tell? Well, we, uh, we went to a convention of dragons, uh, we did. here last weekend. Um, and, uh, I, there's, there's not a lot of like, you know, toy stuff that's usually for sale there. I mean, they, they, there are some toys, but it's well, not there really used what I to be, go for. There used to be more, but the internet kind of killed that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but the big thing that we do, my wife and I, after we check out of the hotel, we go to the vendor hall. And the main thing we go there is for, for art. We go up to the top floor first. That's where all the artists are. Um, and we go buy art from our famous, our, fa- our favorite artists. We spend way more money than we probably should. Um, but one of the artists that I uh, have been buying stuff from at least a couple pieces every year lately is a guy by the name of uh, Al Abazia. And uh, he paints like vintage style. He does movie posters. We've got some Ghostbusters and some Back to the Future stuff that he's done. Um, but, uh, he does like vintage style, like Norman Rockwell style portraits. So he'll do like, you know, Captain America, but it looks like a, like a Saturday evening post painting. Um, really cool stuff. Great art. But every year he's, he's got some new ones and, uh, oh, nice. This is one that he, uh, he did this year. So I'm going to make sure it's not too much. Where's my zoom? Ah, there we are. Okay. Yes. Make sure the glare is not on it too much, but yes. I want you for Cobra with a Cobra Commander. That's um, great. The style yeah, of that is awesome. Yeah, really, really great stuff. I mean, he's got a great, great eye, eye for detail and, you know, does some really, really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, we had to pick this one up. Uh, already got it framed. It's paid for by Extensive Enterprises down there at the bottom. So, uh, yeah, this is going up uh, somewhere. I got to figure out where because most of our art goes in our um den which is all like movie stuff but this will probably be in this room somewhere if i gotta find a little bit of wall space for it yeah wall space is at a premium yeah my god I'm going, I'm going lower i'm going below the fold now in my living room so uh looks like we're joined by captain speedy and daredevil dave hello gi gents what did i miss uh you've almost missed the whole show but that's okay because the audio version will be available this friday and our next live stream is september the 25th uh my joe and tell and this will play into our next live stream uh because we will be oh i bet my document didn't save no it sure didn't uh so we're gonna have a live stream um Christian says he posted his Joe and tell in the chat. Oh, um, so we are going to have a live stream the Monday after PulseCon to talk about whatever happens at PulseCon. But on the 25th, in the event that we still don't have a whole heck of a lot more GI Joe news, I've made some purchases. Uh, I went online and I got myself inspired by our incredible friend, Beth who came up with the greatest idea for a panel of all time. I have purchased some find your fate GI Joe books <laughs> that I never had when I was a kid. I have no recollection of these. I don't know if I knew about them at all, but on the 25th, if we need to fill up time because of a lack of Joe news, we are going to choose. We're going to let the chat choose one of these books 
and let the chat find our fate <laughs> live on audible interlude uh so yeah i've i loved choose your own adventure when i was a kid um and like i said i never knew about these joe ones did you know about these i have a bunch of them somewhere oh, i think i still i still may have them in a box somewhere but they may have gotten tossed out because they were probably in my old house but yeah i had i had several to find your fate uh gi joe and a couple other licensed ones i had i don't remember if it was find your fate i had some james bond ones mm-hmm. that may have been like a, th- a a third type of whatever this is um and i want to say that some of the um some of the authors that did choose your own adventure uh like i okay so i know rl stein did some of the um the the find your fates for gi joe so like the guy who created goosebumps right right yeah yeah he well, did he, did, he did choose your own adventure he did well. choose your own adventure yeah. he was um, all over yeah, i think several of the other choose your own adventure authors um did the find your fate as well i'm looking at some of them right now but yeah, um, and there's a bunch of them. There's like 20 of them. Uh, yeah, there are a lot, yeah. which I did not realize. So I've I've got six of them right here. So we'll, uh, if if we need, or if everybody just wants to do it, we will choose one of these and uh, play a little Find Your Fate. I, I think that's weeks. a great idea for a, yeah for an interactive. Well, it, let uh, me just tell stream. you, it it works really well at a live panel at Dragon Con. Yeah, I I I wanted to make that one. Uh, all right, so that brings our show to a close. Uh, our music is by Andy Simford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can find us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, you can find Christian's incredible toy photography at Legion Cub on Flickr and on Instagram. Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest? The Finest is a G.I. Joe costume club. Uh, We have squads and garrisons all over the country and even in other countries throughout the world. We raise money for a fantastic organization called Canines for Warriors. Uh, My garrison's next appearance is going to be actually in not in our state, but it's going to be in the state of South Carolina in Greenville uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yes, um, I will be there. Yes, I'm off. Awesome. It's a great show. So if you if, if you live anywhere within driving distance of Greenville, South Carolina, uh, come check out Retro Toy Con. It's a, it's a fun little show. There's a lot of Joe stuff there, but there's also a lot of other stuff there. Well, Pixel Dan is going to be there, and I'm very excited yep. because I yep, want yep. him to sign my Masters of Universe book. Yeah, lots of great guests. I'm, I'm very excited about being able to go to that convention this year because I, I was working last year, so I couldn't go at all. Uh, all right. Well, uh, everybody in the chat, thank you for contributing. Thank you for being part of the Audible Interlude family. Uh, Noel and Christian, you're out <laughs> there somewhere. Uh, thanks for talking about G.I. Joe. Until next time, yo, Joe. Cobra. It's so lonely. Oh. <laughs>
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.